This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. I wonder if uh, Professor Dion Foster is a bit of a pancake aficionado. Morning, Dion. I mean, the pancakes is just part of winter, but I mean, do you have a special recipe? Do you have a special topping? Or do you say, me, Brad, eat a pancake? You must be mad. <laughs> Brad, I'll tell you, I love pancakes. Yeah. And uh, my colleague, Velva, who is the secretary in, in, in our department, makes them for us every so often. Yeah. And uh, yeah, a little bit of cinnamon. Uh, some syrup on there. Oh, oh my goodness, they're, they're very few things. It's, it's one of the rare occasions in which I, I, I enjoy a bit of sugar. I, I'm, I'm generally not a sugar guy, but yeah. that, that you can't do without. Eh? Hey, pancakes. And now with winter coming and today a cooler day, I said this, and I say this with, uh, with much care, there have been times that people have said, wasn't there something that happened this week? I'm sure I read something somewhere. An Ascension Day came and went. There were days when it used to be a, we used to go to church. There was a public holiday. And we know them, those were many years ago. But somehow we get caught up in the busyness of things. And today it feels like we're really focusing in a huge way, praying around, reading scriptures and, and chatting a lot around Ascension Day. And, uh, and Dion, I think this is such a vital thing. It's such a beautiful, beautiful part of our faith that we can't possibly ever allow it to happen, that it sneaks by without us celebrating or focusing on it. Absolutely, Brad. And, you know, just to say to our listeners, um, if you have the opportunity to do so tomorrow, try and tune into one of your church uh, Ascension Day services. Be together in community. Uh, recognize the significance of the Ascension of Christ. And, and just, you know, particularly for this time, I mean, I'm so struck by the fact that um, for many of us, because of the coronavirus pandemic, mm. we felt ourselves being sucked down to earth. We, yes. we, we are so uh, pressed, so faced every day with the reality of, of this pandemic around us that we tend to think, and you can't blame us for it, that everything that matters is around this earth. It's mm. around the physicality. It's around, you know, viruses and masks and hand washing yeah. and social distancing and all of these things. And then we have a day like today, Ascension Day. Well, actually tomorrow, Ascension Day, which reminds us that um, there is this whole realm, this whole spiritual realm, which is operating just within reach. I mean, it's mm. literally within us. Now, um, one of the, the, the best accounts, there are a number of accounts of the Ascension, but one of the best accounts for me that illustrates this is found in the beginning of the book of Acts, mm. Acts chapter 1. Now, Brad, think about this. Luke comes to write this book, Acts, and he writes it for Theophilus, uh, which probably wasn't a name. It was probably a, a sort of a code word. Uh. Uh, it's made up of, of two Greek words, theos and phileo. So we know probably this person was a Roman official, someone who, who uh, theos phileo, who loved God. Hmm. Theos means God. Phileo means, means to love. And, and so Luke writes this book for him, we think probably because uh, at that stage Paul was, was in jail and uh, was going to be executed, and Luke was writing to him to say, listen, these Christian folks, they're good for the world. Mm. They're doing something wonderful. And uh, so he begins the book by saying, in my former book, that's the Gospel of Acts, uh, Theophilus, lover of God, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day that he was taken up 
to heaven. Mm. After giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles, he had chosen. And then he enters into the narrative of Acts. Now, what is so significant about this, Brad, is that Acts chapter 1 and John chapter 14 are connected to one another. Remember in John chapter 14, Jesus says to his disciples, I'm going to leave you soon. And when I go, I'm going to send upon you the promise that we get from the prophet Joel, the Spirit of God. And and before this, the Spirit of God was only given to specific people for specific purposes. Mm. It was given to judges so that they could lead. It was given to warriors so that they had courage. It was given to artists so that they had gifts. But now I'm giving you the gift of the Holy Spirit to live within you, a paracletos, a helper to live within you. And we read about it then from verse 6. So they gathered around Jesus, and like all of us, they misunderstood him. They, they wanted to think all about earth. In verse 6 it says, So Lord, are you going to restore the kingdom of Israel now? In other words, are, are you going to work out political miracle? Are you going to make everything okay for us today in our place? Hmm. And then Jesus says to them, It's not about the times or the hours. We don't know that. Only God has that authority. But what you will receive is you will receive the Holy Spirit to come upon you, and you will be my witnesses, my marturion, the ones who who are strong enough to face even martyrdom, even death for me, and you'll be able to do it in Jerusalem, in your home where you live, in Judea and Samaria, in those places where you work, those places that are not quite as comfortable as home, and even to the ends of the earth. And then we we read in verse 9, after this, now this is a remarkable thing, verse 9 says, Mm. after this, Jesus was taken up before them, uh, before their very eyes. And now listen to this, and a cloud hid him from their sight. Now now think about that for a moment, Brad. Mm. There's a beautiful symbolism here. Jesus is taken up, but he's not taken away. It's almost like the cloud is just a veil. Jesus is still there. But somehow he's just veiled. He's, he's, he's close by, but they just cannot see him. And so they do what, what all of us would do. They're, they're looking into heaven. They're saying, well, where did he go? Uh, you know, mm. is, is he close to now? And, and they don't realize that by Jesus ascending into the Godhead, he's actually closer to them than he previously was. Yeah. See, think about this for a moment. Before this, Jesus could walk alongside them. He might be able to shake their hand. He, he might be able to embrace them. But now Jesus sends the Holy Spirit, and the Spirit lives within us, lives within you and within me. That same power that created the whole universe, the Mm. same power that saves, the same power that redeems, that power lives within you. And so the angels, you know, they're astounded. Mm. They know God in this way, and they look at the men of Galilee and say, hey, why are you looking into heaven? (laughs) You know, you've got the Spirit within you. Get out there and live the life of Christ as the body of Christ. So, Brad, I want to, I want to invite our listeners today to, to recognize the closeness of the Spirit of God, the closeness of Jesus that lives within you today because of that ascension. And I, and I want to invite you to, to lean into that closeness, to lean into that power, to lean into the revelation and the gifts and the insights and the wisdom and the grace that comes from living with the Spirit of Christ within you. 
Oh, such a beautiful way that you've opened scripture and made it alive. I know those who are listening now would feel the same way. Suddenly it's so alive. And when you also understand the languages in which it was originally written, I think it also opens a whole lot. I would like to ask something because I want to know this. And maybe if I want to know this, other people also want to know this. So I'm just going to ask what I'm thinking. And I don't know if it's a valid question or a good question or a clever question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Where did Jesus really go? I mean, where did his body go? This, that's such something I've, I've always wondered, and you, you seem like just the person to ask. <laughs> so, Brandon, that's, that's a very good question. Uh, and All questions are good, but this is a particularly good one. Um, I mean, this is one of the sort of mysteries of the Christian faith. Mm. Um, one of the things that we do know is that there are aspects of what we believe as Christians that, that we cannot reasonably contain in our minds. And mm. think about this. If we could reasonably know the very nature of how God is and who God is, our minds would need to be bigger than the God that we know. Oh. So we know that there are some things which are beyond our understanding, and we know that one of those is the continuum between physicality and spirit. Mm. And we know, for example, I mean, in Paul's writings particularly, he often wrestles with this issue. With In the letter to the Thessalonians, first letter, second letter, he wrestles with this quite a bit. And, and he's constantly trying to work out, you know, how will it be in heaven? Will we be resurrected in our bodies? Uh, what will happen to our physical bodies? Mm. At what age would we be yeah. resurrected? And this is another one of those, um, of those mysteries. The one thing that we do know, Brad, mm is that um, the way in which we think about physicality is limited to, to our view. It's almost like uh, the child who, who draws a house on a piece of paper. That's yes. a representation of a house. And the architect who can scale it in a CAD program and get a 3D rendering, and then the builder who builds it. Yeah. So, so there's a, in, in theology, we call this progressive revelation. There's some things that we will only come to understand when we experience them ourselves. Well, there you go. So we don't really have an answer, but we do have an answer. So, and, and I think it's got to be okay. I've sometimes thought in my limited understanding and knowledge of, of how to get my head around the way that God loves me, uh, Dion, trying to think about how, despite who I am, the, it's a love I cannot measure. And the more I try to think about it, I realize I run out of, and I mean this in all honesty, I feel like I've run out of brain capacity to take the thought further. Like I can't, I have no experience that's the same. I have nothing with which to compare. So I feel like I just have to stop because I, I can't get my head around the concept. Yeah. Now, Brad, just, you, that, that is a beautiful way to put it. I'm so glad you said that because think about this. There is another account of the ascension. We mm. read it in Matthew 28, those last verses, um, where Jesus begins and he actually answers the question, where is Jesus? Well, in Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20, he says, Behold, I am with you always. So where is Jesus? He's with us always. We know that. Uh, how is he with us? That, that's the thing we can't quite figure out. So, so what we've got to do is we've got to lean into the promise. The promise is secure. Yeah. The promise is certain. Um, you know, whether Jesus is with us physically or spiritually, I mean, those are mysteries. Yeah. But what we do know is that he promises he is with us always couldn't ask for a better way to end this conversation that he's with us always and sometimes we don't always have to understand it what would faith be if everything needed to be clear first grateful for your time as always professor dion foster thank you for hanging out with us and uh, enjoy your walkabout although i imagine you're 
We have to be well back by now. It's already half past eight. Goodness. I'm, I'm the one of those guys that when everyone else is out and about from six to nine, I'm sitting keeping this chair warm. So I always try to imagine what everybody else is up to. I'm <laughs> having well, Brad, fun we're outdoors. We're so grateful for, for, for that ministry. And uh, we pray that soon the day will come where you can exercise also in the afternoons. Hooray, I can't wait for that day. Have a beautiful Thursday, and thanks for your uh, very special contribution, Dion. Have a beautiful day. God bless. Bye then. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 729 AM. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.